Hi, hello, and welcome to the RVR.music podcast. My name is Steve Hurley, and as always, I'm joined by the creator of the RVR.music Instagram page, Jordan Murray. Hello. Hello. Each week, in true RBR fashion, we'll be bringing you classic and new album reviews. It's our mission to cut through the noise, to discuss the sound. On the RBR.music radar, this episode, we're going to be discussing Liam Gallagher's third studio album, Come On You Know. And at this point, Jordan, I'll pass it over to you. From a very early age, when I lived with my parents, my sister also lived with my parents, there was always like the Britpop sound coming from her bedroom, like be it Blur, be it Pulp definitely oasis so oasis has been with me from a very early age well i think we were at the right age to completely get to grips with Britpop and all its spoils coming into teenage yeah i think i think i I think we're actually the perfect yeah yeah. no i think we're at the perfect sweet sweet spot where we were probably three to five years too young to catch it cool if you get me like you you know nebworth was when it's all kicking off, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we, we sort of it was very commercial, and 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 you know we had the Blur Oasis, uh, Blur Oasis, Pulp, Ocean Colour Sea. We had, we we had, we had it very good as you know what were we, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and that's pretty. Yeah, it, it was very iconic of our nineties. We're, we're both thirty eight. It was so. ingrained into our psyche. We weren't really old enough to go to the. Like as you just pointed out, the gigs or anything, but yeah, um, it's always been around, and I'm definitely not against Oasis by any stretch of the imagination. I enjoy Britpop as you do, Steve. So I just wanted to point out that you just can't help but compare Liam Gallagher to the Britpop scene to his '90s heyday. So we'll probably we probably will fall into that. Yeah. Trap. But no, no. In our preamble before we before we start recording, we we discussed this, and we we couldn't not. We even attempted to go five minutes without referring to Britpop, and we lasted about three seconds. It, 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 look. I think Liam Gallagher as a musician clearly has moved on and developed a slightly different sound to twenty five years ago, as his brother on on a slightly bigger scale. But you know, when you are as iconic as I mean, Oasis were. The biggest Britpop band. They might not have been everyone's favourite. You, you know, you had many others, but they were the biggest. They were certainly the most successful, and they they did stem into the early two thousands on a very very big scale. Yeah, I don't think the Ever Cracked America did they, but they were unbelievably huge around the rest of the world. Uh, they were the wild boys of rock and roll, uh, and, mu- and much love. Yeah, and I think the, the, you know we, we we refer to the genre Britpop, and um, I think Oasis take Britpop one step further as well it's man it's man pop and you know it's not it's not it's not you know the, the mad 80s manchester scene it's it's the turn of the 90s and living in manchester now for almost 20 years <laughs> oasis are still you know they are the heroes here you know they are you know the manchester scene i mean i think what we're trying to say is we're of an age and of a generational sort of musical period where we love brit pop we Loved everything that Oasis had and had for a 15-year period. But we're not here to talk about Oasis. We're here to talk about Liam. We certainly are. Come On You Know hardly sets the pulse racing any more than its two predecessors, the previous two albums. Despite Gallagher's clear attempt to broaden his palette, also with an all-star cast of writers, producers and special guests, including Dave Grohl and Nick Zinner. I think you pronounce his name as... 
um, from the yeah, yeah, yeahs. They provide plenty of polish and ideas, prompting an unexpected soiree into dub yeah. in I'm Free because it's Liam Gallagher. It's like Madonna, for argument's sake. She could release anything and her fans will adore it. I mean, one thing that we all loved about Oasis, and sorry to nod back, is fairly simple riffs, strong lyrics, but banging rock, brick pop tunes. That's what that's what they were loved for, and they told a story, and people, probably people slightly older than us, maybe earlier 40s, teenagers of the 90s instead of the kids of the 90s, they probably got up to the same scrapes and they could understand that. We hear that in many other bands that maybe are 10 years on from Oasis. But with this, there does feel a bit of a polished extra import from, from other... If you are an Oasis fan who enjoys the broader selection of their 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 hits, you're going to enjoy this. Um, I think you said, George... Do you think so? I think... They'd be let down. By I, 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 I think there's a loyalty, a bit like, say, with the Beatles and the Stones. There's always a loyalty with these bands, and and, and that's okay. You know, I, I I'm, I, you know, I've got my favourite. Well, yeah, that, I, I'm not saying I've got my favourite musicians, and I'll always, I'll always kind of try and find the best in it. And yeah, it, it you know, it, for me, it there is a lot of oasis in this. It, you know, it, it's his vocals, and obviously. A lot of Oasis was was his vocals over Lee, uh, over Knowles, but I know what you're saying, and I agree to some point that there's maybe a slightly more die-hard turn of the '90s, well, you know, mid '90s Britpop fan that won't enjoy this. But I mean, I think you said before he absolutely, you know, he sold out in his latest um, Nebworth, didn't he? 2022. Um, if you're listening in the future, uh, the Nebworth there, yeah, he sold out, but the tickets were not that expensive apparently. So, you know. Yeah, I think that what was interesting. I, I saw some, I saw some clips of it. And the crowd was old and young. It wasn't just, you know, late thirties. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, which, is very which good. means, I mean, it's not, it's not often you, you know, we, we we live in an era now, and I'm sure many of the listeners are aware of this that wider popular culture music isn't isn't guitars anymore sadly you know on a, on a broader scale we've talked about this many times and to get young fans to to a liam gig i can i can i can see how it carries it on and it's probably no different to the rock fans of the 70s going oh bucky mardy you know it, it's it's you know we, we well i we, think we, i think i think come on you know um with liam gallagher it does stray away slightly from the long established 90s brick rock mold like the prime, the prime example of this is the second track off the album "Diamond in the Dark," which again I think the lyrics aren't overly interesting. You could give it to Rihanna, you could give it to Madonna, and they could come up with something similar. With its suspenseful drumming and its darkly groovy guitar, it does evoke the modern influenced Arctic Monkeys vibe from two, from the 2000s, 20 years ago, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's already been done. That's been tried and tested. I'm a, when I'm saying that's been done, well, he was once a huge trailblazer mm. with his bucket hat and his parka, <laughs> which he probably still was. Anyone who doesn't know who's listening from overseas, Liam Gallagher has a massive... Um, 
uh, clothing brand as well. Um, and 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 it's yeah, pretty green, <laughs> pretty green. Well. And and yeah, it's very Fred Perry and you know nineties um, desert boot and and sort of you know skinny jeans and Parker jackets. Very Oasis in its backdrop. And I don't think you can ever take the Oasis out of Liam Gallagher. But the album does show. I used the term when we were talking before. I said an element of maturity, and you said it was not necessarily mature. But what I meant was what you've just said, really, which was the advancement. The, you know, Liam Gallagher moving forward as a a forty somethings man now, not a 20, 22 year old with his brother. We, we you know we, we we can see there is. It's not just Oasis rehashed, and I I sort of expected it might have been, and that's not me being critical because I'm a, a fan, but. It, it isn't. There, there is different. There is differences within this album. It, it is a, you know, a fairly um, diverse. We, we, we didn't struggle finding our good, bad, and otherwise, did we? We were, we were quite, quite okay with that, and that, I think that's a good sign of an album that had a little bit of depth to it. Yeah, it's a Stones vibe, isn't it? A Rolling Stones vibe. Um, it's like it's the Let It Bleed sort of era of the Rolling Stones. There's yeah. a few tracks yeah. that he gives nods to. Which is fine, it's good to look back. I think this album has been overthought. Where they're giving us the Britpop sort of what the fans want, and then when they try and be a bit adventurous, still in the realms of comfort, and there's better bands, newer bands. No, I don't mean better bands, I mean newer bands that are in this correct, where I think if this wasn't Liam Gallagher, people wouldn't really be that interested in the album. Trying to put this polish, or have put this polish on, that makes it just, dare I say, bland. When it's Liam Gallagher, I just expect things to be a bit more bold. But maybe maybe I'm thinking, I want Oasis, and you're always going to have that, because even Liam Gallagher himself never stops talking about Oasis. So you're just stuck with that thought all the time. Rather than Liam Gallagher step away from Oasis Shadow, he's thrown himself into the Oasis Shadow because that's all he ever talks about. So you're going to compare him with it. Again, you know, I suppose to a certain level, it's, 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 it, it, it is okay to be a bit like that. There's, you know, it, it, it's all right. And, and I think with um, BDI as well, what was I say with BDI? You know, there's a you know very oasis feel to 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 them as well. And I'm assuming there's a lot of people. Who, I mean, there's a lot of people who kind of contribute to this album um, musically. Um, the list is pretty pretty immense, actually. It's a good album. I'm I'm probably being overcritical. It is a good album when you you see Liam Gallagher's name and you think of everything he's accomplished. I just expect better. Sometimes the best frontmen in the world don't make the greatest solo artist. We, we've seen it, we've talked about it, we talked about... Well, yeah. well, look at Mick Jagger when he went solo. It was awful. It didn't work out. For yeah. Him. Mick Jagger, Brendan Flowers, they're not, they don't do well. You say awful. I, you know, they do what they do. It's not, it's not what we expect. Um, I think Liam Gallagher is trying to be a version of himself as a band leader, as a front man. He'll always be that front man. He's not Noel. Noel is a little bit more 
Paul Weller doing his own type sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he can accept that Noel is he's going to go and do more. Yeah, more outlandish sort of adventurous stuff, I suppose. And maybe Liam Gallagher's stuck in what you expect him to do. Although this album does have a few trippy um, psychedelia parts to it, I think. Oh, I, look, I think. This album 100% has notes to other things. You know, you mentioned the Stones. There's there's a bit of the Manchester yeah. music scene pretty yeah. oasis. Stone Roses. That I heard some Stone Roses in some of the tracks. Stone Roses. Uh, and there, and there, there, is a, there is a modern twist as well. I think, obviously, we're, we're, we are short of guitar bands these days, as I said before. And, and I think there are some nods to a bit of modern current, you know, there's... There's bands like the Blossoms and, and and whatnot around now that are doing things in a, in in a, in a, in a new way, which is obviously what's going to attract a, a new guitar audience. Um, I can hear bits of that. To your point about a layman's sum up of the album, I couldn't disagree. I didn't love anything. I do not hate anything. Will I listen to it again? Absolutely. Would I turn a track off? Probably not. I think I will. When it pops on the radio, am I going to enjoy it? I was, yeah. when I was listening to it the other day, or today, in fact, granted I've listened to it a few times because we need, we were going to do this podcast and I've reviewed it on my Instagram page. That being said, I was listening to it just to get myself familiar with it again. So before we started talking to it and uh, talking to each other about it, and I found myself just switching off. Just thinking, there's better albums there. There's better Liam Gallagher albums out there. There's better. There's what he's trying to do. I, there's a lot of more developed bands that are newer. Or I could just put Oasis on. Or I could just put Stone Roses on. Or I could just put the Rolling Stones on because that's just a mash of what it all is. And Liam Gallagher remains a rock and roll star, and he can turn generic material into something worth listening. Yeah. Too. And I think a lot of the lyrics are generic. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a tried and tested formula, which I've probably said a thousand times on this podcast. The amount of people that have worked on the album, it's just shocking how generic the material is and how how much Liam Gallagher's working hard to make it sound like a rock and roll album. I d- I, yeah, but as you say, I don't disagree with a single thing you're saying. By no means could I ever say this is a poor album or a. It's just. It's maybe not what we wanted, maybe not what we expected, but it is quite simply an okay, fairly solid album. Yeah, it's a solid album. I think that, and I'm sure he will release more albums, better, worse, as the years go on. I think this album will be a lost gem. Yeah, I think because there are there are decent tracks on it, and I think people kind of forget about this album, and then when they look back at his back catalogue, they'll be shocked or ha- like happily pleased, happily shocked that this album exists, and it's like, ah, oh, do you remember this album? And it's it is worth a listen, and there are some lovely parts in it. I just think it just for me at the moment. It, with what's going on in the music, in, with all these bands coming about, like Yard Act, 
like uh, Fontaine's DC, yeah, uh, Viagra Boys. There's a whole movement at the minute which is a lot more entertaining than Liam, but he definitely has an audience. He has a huge audience, and he knows how to make them happy. I suppose. Yeah, and I think you know he probably is as a producer of music aware of that and. He, he'll never be short of an audience. He'll probably have bigger audiences right now than any of the bands that we've discussed and referred to then. Um, what I think we're both trying to say is probably just wanted something a little bit more, a little bit more less what we thought we might expect. And that's not a criticism, it's just what you want. And you and I are big Rolling Stones fans. We've talked about them on this podcast. You know, there's lots of albums over the years that they've released that are exactly the same comment. It, it's 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 not uncommon for bands that span decade on decade yeah. or artists to do. Um, for me, on a it's almost like he's trying to find his footing yeah. again. But he's Liam Gallagher. Yeah. But because he was Oasis, he needs to move away from that and become or just completely engross himself in it. I thought that's what he did with with BDI. I thought he was. Just taking away yeah, song without yeah, yeah, yeah. Noel, and I liked it for that. But I think with yeah, I did absolutely. But I think a lot of the audience, the fans, were a bit confused with BDI because well, it was Oasis without Noel, really. No, it was maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. It was like, well, are you a band? Are you yeah. solo acts? I don't get it. Somehow, uh, Noel gets away with it. But, I think. Yeah, I think that. I think Noel gets away with it people. because I think Noel has tried to come away from the Oasis sound, and you can, you can. Yeah, he's just stepped away. Well, from you can, it, hear, you can hear Oasis, but it's always the the minimal tracks on albums, the more quite quieter, lo-fi type stuff that you hear. So you can hear the yeah. nod too, but that yeah. kind of power ballad rock tune is more a Liam thing that we, we came to love. And I think, just to surmise at this point, again, it, we we try and be more critical because that's what we're here to do. Um, but without criticising, there isn't much wrong with this album, but there's not a huge amount to blow your mind. Uh, you'll in, you, you, you'll in, yeah, yeah, I expected more. Yeah, and you'll enjoy it First listen, second listen, and then you might then revert to putting previous albums of Liam's on and just go back to what you liked before this album, um, which is a shame. However, maybe in 10 years' time, like you said, it will reappear as a bit of a lost gem. Um, so I suppose at this point then, George, we hand it over to the star rating part of the pod. What star rating have you given this one? The star rating for this... Come On You Know by Liam Gallagher. I'll give three out of five. It's harmless enough. It just irritates me that it's not as mind-blowing as I thought it would be, especially with the amount of people that have put it, that put the name to it. It's just... It's a good album. Some people say is uh, this is his masterpiece. This is spectacular album and others just think it's absolutely horrendous I sit firmly in the middle I don't it's nowhere near a masterpiece and it's nowhere near a bad album it just is a good effort but he can't I 
you can do better. I feel like a teacher saying that he can do better <laughs> if he put his if he puts his mind to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liam Gallagher. See me. Liam Gallagher in detention. You can do better. No, I, yeah, I agree. It, it, it's got loads of loads of pretty decent things about it, but also maybe not challenging what you want from such an established individual and we maybe slightly split our our ways I, I you know I think three out of five is about right I probably would have said three and a half just to give it a little bit more but you know yeah I was I was toying with the idea of 3.5 three and a half uh just because it's Liam Gallagher but if you take his name off it and it was some body you're not really very familiar with i don't think yeah you'd be saying why is he sounding like liam gallagher no you'd be you'd just be thinking okay that's a strong effort nice effort but nothing to write home about fair enough, fair enough. so three out of five for the rbr star rating so it is at this point in every pod we have our three tracks the good the bad and the rad as this is in the tin, we're going to pick a good track, a bad track, and a particularly rad track. So, Jordan, shall I start with the good track? Yeah, why not? So, I really enjoyed... There were two tracks in the middle album that I really enjoyed. Um, in particular, um, Worlds in Need. I thought it was a pretty cool tune. It made me think... It was different. It was it was a track that stood out a little bit. It, there's no Oasis feel to this one. If anything, it has a 60s kind of tambourine rock a little bit. It starts. It's just a, yeah, just a really good tune. Do you agree? Yeah, it's, it's very enjoyable. I did like this song. It has um, great unpredictable left turns. I think it's quite trippy. It has a Bo Diddley strut sort of guitar hidden away in it um and it keep it keeps me entertained it is it's a very good album uh, a very good song yeah i can hear um we talked about the stones and obviously we know oasis big fans of the beatles you can hear there's a bit of bit of rock history in in this in this in this uh this track it's yeah, it's a good good track the world's in need is our good track um bad track Bad track, I'd say, is Moscow Rules. It just feels... Yeah. Um, it's like tea time psychedelia. It's painting by numbers. It's not very... You try and say it's trippy, but it's very safe in what it's trying to do. I don't think it's overly interesting. I think himself has described the album as 80% madness and 20% classic. In reality, those numbers could do with being swapped around. I don't think there's that many wild risks. And if he considers this track risky, like I say, it's it's yeah. it's, 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 it's safe. He's in his comfort zone yet again. Yeah. Uh, and why not? If, if he's happy doing what he's doing... Um, but yeah, there's stronger, there's stronger songs on. Well, the I, I I heard post nineties Oasis. If I'm honest with you, like like album tracks, I I didn't I, I I agree. It's one of the weaker tracks on the album. Um, I did hear a bit of the past to that. Um, 
I wasn't a fan. But there is like vague and nondescript lines. Like, I just think a lot of the lyrics are just tiresome. Well, on a flip side as well, and I know we don't, I know we don't generally double up on the tracks that were bad mouthing or good mouthing, but it, the track that follows this one, "I'm Free," on, on a different vibe, has exactly the same connotation of what you've just said. That it's just so. They're both a bit cliche. I think, like I said, one is one yeah, is yeah. Of, of a an Oasis album track and a bit flat, and then the second one, "I Am Free," it's and a bit more aggressive, but it's cliche. It's like I said, it's just a bit, yeah, a bit middly nothing for me. Um, I can't hate them. I think they're very right, but they, they, yeah, they have to be. Our, our, our Moscow Rules, bad track, and side note to "I Am Free." Not our favourite. So then, Jordan, what was our rad track, sir? Better Days, stage, I think it's Stadium Ready, 90s rock nostalgia belters. You can hear the crowd screaming along in Nebworth. Yeah, I'd say Better Days. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's the best track on the album. It's, it's, it's upbeat. Um, you listen to a Liam Gallagher album because you want to hear Liam Gallagher. That's That's... Why, why else wouldn't you want to listen to it and even though we've tried to refer to him doing something a bit different obviously you want some tracks that have that sort of you know kick-ass 1993 Nebworth you know history to it and yeah this track has it really really cool tune thoroughly enjoyed it he sits in an awkward position here because we want him to sing the 90s stuff and we want him to carry on being 90s to a degree but we also want him to try new things and that's the problem with his with how he's marketed himself he's stuck he's stuck in this sort of like laddish sort of here i am take me or leave me sort of attitude and he's like well it's it's been done to death which you could argue in well, you could also argue in two thousand and twenty-two, it, 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 it's a, it's a shrinking, divisive culture that maybe people aren't chasing, and that's not. I'm not criticizing. But it's still them, selling out stadiums, or, so maybe we're the ones who are wrong. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Again, I'm, you know, I think I think just to briefly surmise that, that you know we we did enjoy this album to a, a fair level, and yeah, it yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. no doubt played on lads nights out and parties and get togethers with us all but yeah there's a simplicity to it that maybe didn't quite hit the notes that we were after um however we've enjoyed talking to you guys again thank you very much everyone for listening and um, please do rate and subscribe if there are any albums you'd like us to listen to but we're yet to review please reach out and um, you can get hold of jordan Instagram page at any given time at rbr.music. Thanks very much for listening and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks guys. 20% madness, 80% classic. <laughs>